0: Welcome to the Resilience Unlimited show, your go-to podcast for empowerment and growth. I'm Coach Dr. Lauren, founder of Resilience Unlimited, inviting you to join our transformative journey each week. This space is specially crafted for high-achieving women, specifically women of color, where we can feel seen, heard, and part of a thriving community. This podcast is your compass for emotional regulation, understanding your purpose, and living unapologetically authentic. Ready to invest in yourself? Welcome to episode seven. This episode is called Define Your Success. Now, what's critical and important about this episode is that society deems what success looks like for fill in the blank. And I think one of the things I've learned in this journey called life is you really have to take the wheel. You have to be able to drive your own car, your own success, your own happiness, and if not you're it's it's really gonna be a tough journey and you're probably going to take the victim mentality more than often because it's easier to do. but when we actually sit down and define our success, that's really when the magic happens. so you all know that I always have an opening question, and so the opening question that I'm going to kick off this episode with is who and what defines your success. So I want that to sink in for you because it's like such a simple question, but it's such a loaded answer if you really stop and think. So while you're thinking on that, welcome all newcomers to the Resilience Unlimited show. And I am your host, as I said in the intro. So if you are new here, I would love for you to hit subscribe um, so you can listen to this podcast wherever you hear podcasts. But if you're a visual learner just like me and you want to get to know who is the face and the personality behind the voice, I highly recommend that you go to my YouTube channel and you can subscribe, The Resilience Unlimited Show. And um you can find me on socials. I am at the Dr. Lauren on Instagram. I do not do Twitter, which I now I, I think I'm late to the party. Didn't know it was called X, but I don't do Twitter. I'm kind of on TikTok, not really. If you really want to reach me, Instagram is the place to do it. Or you can email me at hello at resilienceunlimited.us. So welcome, welcome to new listeners and recurring listeners. So thank you for being here. All of the things in the show are things that I have experienced or am experiencing with you. And I am just a proponent of sharing, of really helping people become the best versions of themselves. Now, whatever that means, it it can be you tuning into this podcast every week. It could be us working together one-on-one as uh, a coaching relationship. It can be um, if you're a family and you need some educational therapy for your child who has a learning disability, I am here for you in all different capacities because these are my personal and professional experiences wrapped into one. And I I really feel there's so many things that we, we as society people don't really talk about. And I pride myself on just talking about the shit that needs to be talked about. So- Welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. And this is the true, authentic me. So back to our question, who and what is defining your success? So... I want to tell you all a story because you know I always have opening question and then my own personal story because I really want you to understand that I'm not just this person giving off and spewing off things, but don't have anything any legs to stand on, if you will. Because context is important, right? We tune out when we're like, this person has no idea what they're talking about. You know, it, it's it's kind of like a white person telling uh, black people how things should be, and they don't they don't have any lived experience in that. It's like, I can't take you serious if you're really going to be talking to me like this. I mean, even if you're a professional in this field, like, do you have lived experience with whatever it is that you're talking about? So I think lived experience is critical. And for those of you who are watching, I am drinking, uh, this is not a sponsor, but (laughs) I'm drinking Trader Joe's uh, Maple Espresso Black Tea. I love this. Um, I go between tea and coffee, but this one is just like top-notch. So I'm going to take a little sip. Delicious. Okay. So back in the day, I used to think success. And now this is like when I was in my twenties and, you know, probably junior, senior year of college, wondering what my life is going to look like outside of college. So I was like, well, success, success is getting married at 23, having kids, owning a home, continuing to educate yourself. Like that was just what I was surrounded by, you know, like my parents got married young. So I thought I had to do that. Um, I, I did know I always wanted kids, but I didn't, I didn't really, I didn't really think much of it. I was just like, yeah, you're supposed to have kids. You're supposed to buy a house, you know, all these things. And the reality of that was it didn't really shatter until about two or three years ago when I realized I, I actually had all those things. I was married. I, I, you know, had a daughter that I did not give birth to, but she, she became my daughter. And then I had, um, a child I did give birth to. So I had two kids. I owned two homes and I had my undergraduate. I had a dual master's. I earned my doctorate at the age of 32. I, you know, was working on literacy certifications in the Orton Gillingham Academy. And I was just still like miserable. And, and I'm like, well, what, what the fuck? Like, I don't get it. This is success, right? and i think a lot of it was first of all it was a very superficial shell of what i thought success was i was able to attain that success but what i realized and this is what i realized in the last year and a half of leaving the classroom and embarking on this entrepreneurial journey building a business and merging my personal and professional skills into one you know you're you're a constant moving um it's a constant moving target you know you have to be What is it uncomfortable? No, you have to be comfortable with the uncomfortable. And so I realized what was missing was my inner peace, my inner joy, my inner happiness. And here's the thing that a lot of people don't realize. And if you realize this, then you're on the other side of this. Happiness is a choice. You know, we have choices. We make choices throughout our lives. And I don't just mean coffee or tea. I don't just mean, you know, do I take a nap or do I work out? I mean, like real life choices. And if you're waking up every day in a victim mentality, I don't get what I want, you know, whatever it is, you're making an active choice to be negative. And it really wasn't until about six months ago, six, I'm I'm laughing. It's really not funny, but I'm laughing. So (laughs) it really wasn't until six months ago. I remember it was like July 30th. So first of all, if you're listening to this, this is the last Tuesday if you, well, let me say this: If you're listening to this live, this is the last Tuesday in December of 2023, and the reason I'm dropping this episode on the last Tuesday of the calendar year is because we're gearing up for 2024. And more than often, everyone's all like, "Oh, January 1st, January 1st, I got my New Year's resolution." Well, like, like, what does that even mean? You can create a New Year's resolution on September 15th, on June 2nd, on April 6th, but it's this symbolic, like, let me make a change January 1st. And then more like, I I don't know the percent I'm making this shit up, but like 90% of people drop off by January 15th or the 30th. And it's because you're not making the act of choice to find your inner happiness, to stick to it. Because if you really want something, you will do it. So it wasn't until July 30th of this calendar year, six months ago, I literally said, I am so tired of being miserable. Like, I don't understand. I wanted to leave the classroom. I wanted to build a business. I wanted my own freedom. I wanted time with my family. I wanted to be able to not have to clock in sick days if my kid was sick so I can be there for her. I mean, all these things I said I wanted and I got, and I was still miserable. And then I remember talking to my husband and he was just like, I really think you need to get back into meditation. And I was like, "It's really hard for me to stick to something with my ADHD." Of course, making excuses, right? And he's like, I, I, "He's like, just give it thirty days, and then if if you're bored with it, then switch to something else, maybe walking meditation or something." But he's like, "Just give it thirty days," and of course, I was, you know, just kind of irritated. I'm just like, "Whatever, whatever, leave me alone." And then I, I really marinated on it, and it was. I think it was like August 1st or August 30, uh, July 31st was when I said, you know what? He has a point. Let me just do it. Let me just do it. Let me stick with it. And let me see if I can actually wake up and find happiness. And you know what? It has been 160 days today straight of consistent meditation, checking in with my feelings daily, um, and practicing gratitude in the morning and the evening and talk about compound, um, compounding thoughts, you know, like the more gratitude I was putting out there, the more I was getting back. And I'm in an act of choice to be happy, to find joy. And so now when I reassess my pillars, I have my success pillars. I have five. And it still roots back to the ones I stated in the beginning of this episode. So it's still marriage um, and motherhood, You know, how healthy is my marriage? Am I nurturing my marriage? Am I growing with my husband? Are we talking about the real pain points in our marriage and how we can support each other? Um, Am I a good mother? Am I present? Am I available? Um, Do I, do I lean into the challenging, complicated things that are uncomfortable? You know, parenting is not easy. It's exhausting. It's a full-time job. And once you sign up for it, you're forever a parent. And that is a huge fucking commitment. But that is success for me. I want to be a successful mother. I want my kids to always want to have a close relationship with me no matter how old they are. What are what are my my relationships look like? I want nothing but healthy, positive, happy relationships. I want people that pour into me and I want to pour into people. I don't want negativity. I don't want, you know, people that are bringing me down. I want high vibration people in my space and I don't need a lot of them, but I want to nurture them. So That is my third success. My fourth success is my physical, mental, and spiritual health. And that is a non-negotiable. I have to work out five days a week because it makes me feel good. It releases endorphins. And for me, working out is something that I see as pouring into myself. Um, I'm going to thank myself in 20, 30 years. I'm so glad I did Pilates. I'm so glad I did pool. You know, I'm able to be limber. I'm able to move around. I'm able to not have pains like maybe people in my age group usually do. So that is a non-negotiable. My mental and spiritual health are non-negotiables. I have to meditate every day now. I have to do gratitude every day. I have to check in with my feelings every day. It is a constant moving target. Like I said, I've said this before. You don't bathe once a month. Like if you do, that's gross, you're, you're going to smell clean for maybe a day or two, depending on what kind of activity you're doing. You have to practice this shit every day. And then, my fifth level of success, or my fifth pillar, if you will, is my business. Is my business healthy? Am I moving towards my goals? Am I making the impact that I know I'm here to do? That's what success is to me. But I didn't know that until I kind of hit rock bottom where I was literally taking the victim mentality of like, well, how come this isn't happening? Well, I need to make it happen. And I need to stop looking at societal um expectations of what success is, right? So in my coaching programs, um, this is literally one of the first things that I do working with with women, especially as women of color. We really delve into like, what are your core values? And then what is success to you? Because here's the thing, you, you don't want to be floating through life. You don't want to be entering a coaching program and you're like, what, what am I doing here? I signed up for this, but like, like, where are we going? What? How do I know what I want? Well, you only, you know what you want. I'm here to guide you through that journey, right? So you have to do the work and really think about what are my core values and what is success to me so let me give you some tips so the first thing you have to do is get quiet it's so easy for us to just keep going 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 going. i'm busy i'm gonna go here i gotta you know i gotta rip and run i gotta do this that that's not gonna get you anywhere you have to get quiet because when you're quiet that's when shit comes to the surface and you may not like it but you know what you gotta you gotta lean in and then you really have to think about, like, what truly makes me happy? Go back to when you're a child. Now, you're probably thinking, like, listen, I had a traumatic childhood. I don't want to think about that shit. Okay, think about when you were in the trauma of your childhood, what was your escape? What made you feel happy? What made you laugh? Maybe it was um, an album that you listened to all the t- time. Maybe it was going to a park. Maybe it was... um a family member that always showed up when you needed them. Like, I don't know, find something that gave you joy and happiness and really dig deep and figure out like, well, what What made me happy? And am I doing those happy things now? And if I'm not, what's the excuse preventing me to? We as adults don't practice play. We just don't. We view it as a negative. That's what kids do. But in order for us to keep the joy and happiness within us, we have to practice play. We have to, and and that looks different for everybody. and I'm still exploring um, exploring that myself. The second thing that I highly recommend is you delving into your your core values. So what shows up in your daily actions? Okay? So maybe things are showing up in your daily actions and you don't like what you see. Well, then you can create your own you can you can you can flip the narrative. Maybe you're not disciplined and you want to be disciplined. I mean, people do this all the time. People will be like, oh, I weighed 250 pounds and I got tired of feeling like shit and, you know, like not feeling good physically and I couldn't keep up with my kids, like whatever it is. And then all of a sudden they developed a core value of discipline and consistency. And it really is all about that will. So you have to discover your core values. What are they and why are they important to you? And how do you live those core values on a daily basis? Now, I personally believe like you have core, core values, but in some aspects of your life, there might be different types of core values. So maybe you have some core values in how you manage your money. Maybe you have different core values in how you relate to your coworkers, you know, like that work um, professional boundary, Whatever it is, you have core values. You just need to figure them out. And you need to be able to identify them immediately, not be like, um, yeah, I don't really know. Because that's how you float through life. This is something I thought about the other day. I was at Costco. People piss me off at Costco. They really do. I'm working on that, guys. I'm working on it, okay? (laughs) But, like, I move with a purpose. Okay, I got my cart. I know where I'm going. I can't damn those people that have their cart in the middle of the of the um aisle don't move it opening opening the refrigerator looking at i'm like what are you doing and honestly that's how they move in life if you are just aimlessly walking around costco your cart's in the middle of the way you're not you know you're oblivious to someone behind you you don't know what the hell you want listen when i go to the grocery store i have a list i'm there for a reason and i'm there to get what i need to get there that is my goal now, some people don't do that, and that's fine. But to me, that's how you move in life. And of course, there has to be a balance in that that, that. that makes sense, you know? Like, I could probably loosen up just a little bit, just a little bit. But if you don't have a purpose or a goal or don't know your, your values, then you're just going to be kind of floating through life, and that's not the way to do it. The next tip is to give zero fucks. Yeah. It's actually a book. It's a book I read a few years ago. And you know what I mean by that? You compete with you. Are you becoming the best version of yourself every day? Who gives a shit what your neighbors are doing or buying or wearing or whatever? Who gives a shit about what your family members are doing or what they're thinking about you? Who cares? Really, who cares? That's people-pleasing. And you don't need to keep up with the Joneses, okay? Cause you have no idea what their bank account looks like. You know what yours looks like, but you don't need to keep, keep up with them. So what, who cares what other people think about your success? You know, maybe your idea of happiness and fun is not their idea of happiness and fun and who cares. So you have to be confident in, in your success. You know, that, that's so important. Compete with you. If you're only competing with yourself, you're a happy person, man. Last month, I was able to run 30 miles, and I only did 10 this month. Shit, I got to step it up. You're not sitting here saying like, oh, man, this guy at the gym, you know, he's lifting, he's deadlifting, you know, a million pounds, and I'm only doing two pounds. Like, how do I get there? Who cares? You guys are on different paths. So give zero fucks about what other people think about your success. And then the last one, and this is probably one of the hardest ones, is to mine your success. You have to keep a pulse on all aspects of what you believe is success. You can't sit here and be like, oh yeah, I think success is a successful marriage and you know relationships and my business, and only one of those is thriving. That's not success. You're neglecting all other aspects of that framework. You have to consciously be working at it. Building, nurturing. I love the garden analogy. You plant those seeds and you don't just walk away and that's it. You come back, you water. You know, for me, I would talk to my plants. I'd say, you guys are growing beautifully. I can't wait to pick you later. Keep growing, guys. You might laugh at me, but I don't care. Because honestly, my garden last year, I probably had 50, 60 cucumbers. I had an abundant amount of tomatoes and peppers and grapes and strawberries. I mean, it was, honestly, it was a metaphor in my life. I said, I'm nurturing and caring for this. And this is how you have to build your success. So with that being said, I hope you found this episode impactful. If you are not on my podcast mailing list, I highly recommend you click the link in the show notes and you can get a free download. So it's the five surprising causes to your burnout and how to resiliently recover. So that was last week's episode. But you can get the actual PDF if you like, you know, the tangible hands on kind of thing or if you want to save it to your um, desktop um or your phone. So be sure to click that in the show notes to get on the mailing list so you know I'll talk let you know when episodes drop and all that good stuff. And if you're also ready to invest in yourself because coaching is an investment not just financially but in yourself, I would love to meet you on a discovery call. So be sure to check out that link in the bio and it's a free complimentary discovery call, no pressure at all. I am not that kind of person. I Truly believe in timing. So if you're not ready, you're not ready, you know, and and it could be, I don't really know you yet, or I don't really, I'm not really ready for her to put the mirror to my face. That is totally fine. Everyone moves at the pace in which they need to, but I'm here when you're ready. So check out those links. And guys, I look forward to seeing you in 2024. So be well and stay resilient. Thank you for joining us this week on the Resilience Unlimited show. Be sure to hit subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe on our YouTube channel and follow us on social media. See you next week, divas. And don't forget, stay resilient.